What up, Oasis people? We are back. We got the Oasis Podcast. We're sitting here in the Oasis Podcast studio with the Oasis Podcast people, minus Ben, because he, yet again, I, I, I feel like a broken record. This guy has another <laughs> sick kid. He's home doing his dad duties. And so we have a fill-in who's not just a fill-in, but someone near and dear to our hearts and all oh, the yeah. podcast listener hearts, oh, Mr. Nathan. Thanks. thanks, guys. I'm happy to be here again. <laughs> or is it Dr.? I'm not a doctor. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bastard. Call, calling from the bullpen at the last minute. <laughs> but I'm here. I love it. But then we got Jaina again, which... Yeah, I'm just here. Always a pleasure. And then Thanks. me. And so me is Brennan. <laughs> I'll just refer to myself as the third as person me. for the rest of this podcast. Brennan thinks. Brennan thinks about... Brennan, what do you think about that? <laughs> well... That'd be hilarious. That'd be terrible. I would turn the podcast People off. People that aren't used to our voices would be like... Wait, is that the same guy? <laughs> Asking myself yeah. questions. I've probably done that before. Throw yeah. myself an own question on the podcast, answered it. Ask it as though you're asking us, but then you're like, well, actually, I think. Yeah, seriously, before anybody else even talks. Yeah. If we're going to talk about goal setting, let's start here. Have you guys ever had friends or yourself, if you're just like a crazy dreamer? What kind of... I? I'm starting to laugh in my head a little bit out loud because I think this would have been the question for Ben. I bet he has some unbelievable, unrealistic goals that he set before. But for other people or for yourself, have you guys ever heard of like the crazy goals or like anything that was just like unbelievable? Well, I had, so I work in kids ministry, so I'm the kids pastor here. And I've had a kid a couple weeks ago, he told me, that when he grows up, he wants to be a time traveler. Oh. So, and he was completely serious. So I feel like that's a pretty yeah. pretty crazy goal. But at the same time, go for it. Yeah. You better not cap travel. his dreams, Nathan. I'm, yeah, I wasn't about to shut down time travel. I, okay, I hope you do. Right? That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. We need to get his name. Keep an eye on him. Yeah, keep, see what he does in the future. <laughs> yeah. Or in the past. Oh. Mm. Oh, that'd be crazy. Jana, what about you? <laughs> that made me think of like all those... Like, people who go on to, like, American Idol and are like, my goal is to be a famous singer, and then they can't sing at all. <laughs> <laughs> you would be Simon. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> nah, you can't. No. No, just no. Um, but more realistically, I think, I don't, we're going to get to this question later, but I'm not really a goal setter. Okay. So for me, I don't know that I've set any really crazy goals, because I just don't trust myself to follow through them. Hmm. We'll dive into that. <laughs> but, like... I've known people that like have these crazy, insane like fitness goals hmm. of like whether it's working out every single day for a whole year or like spending three hours in a gym at a time. So I always think those are wild. Three hundred pounds yeah, this year. Yeah, it's like um. I feel like fitness is the easiest area yeah, to set the bigger sure. goals that seem realistic, but in actuality they're really not. Yeah. Like I knew a guy that said he, I'm going to work out every day for an entire year. Yeah. I'm like, like, well, that is possible. At the same time, he he, I think he got to maybe mid February and he missed a day, so he's like, well, what's yeah. the point now? <laughs> he just started. Up. <laughs> do you ever do a bunch of uh, functional fitness? Like, you know what? I climbed a, a set of stairs today. <laughs> like, that's probably a workout for me. Yeah. You know. Right. I, I climbed up that ladder. Yeah. I mowed the lawn. Shoveled, shoveled the driveway. Your stand goal with your Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you, you achieve your, your uh You said 8,000 steps or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> exercise ring is only set at five minutes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I got up out of bed. That's probably pretty good. Check today off. There we go. 
Hey, for some people, that might be a pretty realistic and There you go. Goal. There you go. We're not making light of that. No, serious. <laughs> Sorry. I, that, is an Sorry. Ab- that is an actual <laughs> apology. But are you, Jane already told us she's not a huge goal setter. Nathan, what about you? You like goals? You hate goals? Where are you at with this thing? I'm, I'm going to be honest and say I'm not really a goal setter. <laughs> I probably need you to do that. a better job of it. But I think all through, I don't know, at least the last couple years of my life, it's been really big milestones that have been coming up. Like, mm. obviously, like a big goal of mine was like, finish my degree, finish yeah. my master's, get into job, like job related, life related. So I'm really looking into this year, hoping to get into some more like intentional, like personal growth goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if I'd say I'm the biggest goal person either. So maybe this okay. isn't a conversation for the three of us <laughs> to sit around the table, three non-super goal. goal we need people. one person who literally has their it's whole like, life, our life trajectoried yeah, out in six-month goals. <laughs> that person, if you're out there, talk to us. Yeah, but, I've never been good at like the yearly goals, but mm-hmm. I can do like I'm an achiever. Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm an Enneagram three, so I like to accomplish stuff. So that's where like mm-hmm. the long-term goals don't really. Like yeah. a year long goal doesn't really do good for me because I just like kind of lose focus mm, on yeah. it. So like more of like, okay, what's like a goal for this, like a daily goal or a weekly yeah. goal or a monthly goal. So I like to make it a little bit smaller. To, then I can see the success and feel good about myself a yeah. little bit sooner. I guess I would say I do that too a little bit. And even at, smaller. Even as people sitting around the table, even if we don't classify ourselves as like big goal people, somehow we all still feel the weight and the importance of goals. Yeah. Right. Like, why? Why do we all have this idea that goals are important, even if it's not something we do throughout our entire lives or in every season? What is that? I think it's a little bit because of pursuit. Like, I think we're pursuing something. We want to... I think to some extent we all we want to be better. We want to be better individuals. Like you see all across like social media, people doing different things, and you think, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to do that. And so, like, we all have dreams to some capacity whether or not we know them or not but we want to pursue something and so i think we try to put something to that so then we can try to move forward Mm. and sometimes we stick to it sometimes we don't Mm -hmm. yeah and i like uh we did a podcast like this last uh december it was called new york new year's resolutions and i talked about my crazy goal that was (laughs) going to be not eat sweets for a year alongside my wife and we pretty much did it. I yeah. mean, the staff has watched us struggle through it, and I have passed up unbelievable amounts of cookies and ice cream, and man, this year's been hard. You guys can pray for me. But I bet December's though. been like the hardest month, yeah. probably. Thanksgiving, yo, when the oh, pies were yeah. coming out, mm. I am a huge berry pie, like blueberry, mixed berry. <laughs> and so when, I was, when the pies were hitting the table, it was yeah. hard. Yeah, it, it was really hard, but we've made it for the most part. And I have my New Year's Eve plans scheduled around which sweets I will eat. There you go. Uh, so ice cream cake being cut at midnight. So Let's go. <laughs> I got a whole year to make up for him. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. But when we talked about it a lot the last time, the reason I bring this up is because I like how you said we all want to be better people, mm-hmm. and I think a cool part of goals is that. But Jefferson Bethke, who's a famous author, he talks about goals in a little different language. He uses the idea of formations. And this is why I brought up the last podcast, because I don't remember if we chatted about it then. But I like that language even sometimes more, because formations focus on that being rather than the Mm -hmm. end product. So the goal is this box we're trying to check, but the formation is a pattern of how we get to that place. 
So if that's our focus is, okay, we just want to be better people, be better Christ followers, be better husbands, wives, friends, family members, whatever it is, then let's focus more on the process, the daily stuff than it is necessarily the huge end goal that like, I'm going to be the perfect this. So I always think that's kind of cool. For sure. For us at the table, we obviously want to be better in whatever way. Mm -hmm. And so when we look towards 2022, what are some things you guys are thinking about? Like, I want to be better at this. And this is maybe a goal or a formation that goes alongside that. I have two. I have a spiritual one and then like a life one. Um, My spiritual one. So the last two years, each year I've done read the Bible in a year, Mm -hmm. which has been good and hard and challenging. But I found that it was hard to like really dive into some places and it was very fast paced. So for this next year, I want to spend the whole year just reading the New Testament. Mm. So taking more intentional time because it's you can read the New Testament if you did like a couple of verses or a couple chapters a day in like two months. Mm. So I'm going to try to be really intentional with that just to dive into it a little bit more. But then I also want to buy a house in the next couple of years. Oh, so I'm trying go. to save the monies. <laughs> Financial goals. That's what we're talking about. Someone call Dave Ramsey. We'll get him on the line. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to copycat that one. My wife and I are hoping to... <laughs> buy a house sometime soon but i think also i want to get into more like regular reading rhythms like as i got deeper into college i really like fell in love with like reading but i was also like given books given resources Mm -hmm. and so i want to be more intentional moving towards like building a list of um books i want to read and like i don't have to read for an assignment or read to like finish a book i can read a book skim it for a big idea not feel guilty because a professor is looking over my shoulder asking Mm -hmm. how much i read of it but (laughs) just learning like to read for my own like personal growth so we did a podcast called book recommendations which you were not Mm -hmm. on yeah but now i'm interested what's at the top of the list for 2022 Um, i haven't completely built it yet but i'm right now reading uh live no lies Mm -hmm. by john mark comer and just at the beginning of it but Really getting into some good stuff there. Yeah, I've heard that's a great book. But I also judge books based on the cover. And oh, that is too. that is a nice looking <laughs> book, man. It I'm is. so aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google it. John Mark Comer, Live No Lies. That book, it's a sexy looking book. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about it that way, Brennan. Otherwise, if you guys are looking for another sexy book, Erwin McManus is coming out with one called oh. The Genius of Jesus. Also, a nice looking book. All right. No idea if it's any good. I've heard no reviews on that one, but I like Erwin McManus and I've read some others of his stuff. So maybe that'll go on my list. There you go. Yeah. The Genius of Jesus. That's good. What about, uh, oh, it's my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. I totally forgot. I was about to move on to the next thing. (laughs) But for me, I think some things are right now, my wife and I are in this period where we're post like college, we're in our jobs, we've kind of settled in that rhythm, but we're pre-kids, hopefully for a, a little period of time longer. <laughs> like, Lord willing. Um, what did I always say on the podcast? Happily without kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit aggressive, but I stick to it. Um, so we'll probably buy a dog. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was I got, about to be shocked. Got you guys again. I was like, this got has you. been a, a point of contention for no, a while. Yeah, I'm not, dogs aren't worth it. <laughs> I'm on Allie's side. Oh, you know I am. But I do want to be a good steward of this extra free time that we have. Mm, and so kind of looking at, so when we come home in the evening, what does it look like to set healthy rhythms in this mm. next year of how we spend just those hours together? You know, like yeah. how much TV is okay? Like how much, how many movies can we watch in a week? Like how much time should we spend in the word? How much time should we spend just talking? Like what are the hobbies that we want to get into? Like those different things where we really catalyze and use this period of time well. So it preps us for when we maybe have kids or 
God forbid, a dog. Uh, <clears throat> so that's probably one yeah. of those goals. My spiritual goal is I have re-fallen in love in these last couple months with scripture memory. Hmm. Uh, I go off and on on it just because sometimes I can get really legalistic with it. But it has been, weirdly, a really life-giving process for me. Hmm. And so one of the things I'm doing now is as I'm reading through, I'm finding verses that I'll kind of mark as ones I want to memorize. So hmm. not that I've started to do them all. But that's what I'm looking to do spiritually in the year 2022 is just kind of build up this bank of um, scripture that I got rolling through my head at all times. So those are probably two I'm looking nice. at. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. Sweet. What good ones. What's beneficial about these goals that you guys are talking about? Like, wh- what about them becomes, or personally, like as you've walked alongside mm-hmm. others, what is the the? We've talked a little bit about the reason. Yeah. Like, how does goals put that into action? Yeah. Well, it helps you to as you're pursuing something, as you're trying to grow as a human being, um, that it gives you trajectory, and it gives you hopefully, if you do it well, like a scalable. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you can scale measurement. your measurement your of your progress. success progress. Thank you. Wow, the word just was gone from. We my were gonna head. find it together. We were there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it happens to me far too often. Um, but that just helps you to be intentional. Like it can be really easy to say, "Oh, I want to be this," or "I want to grow into this." But if you don't set yourself up to try to do that, then it's harder. Mm-hmm. Whereas setting a goal and doing it well and setting actionable steps in a good timeline can really help to get you there. Mm-hmm. I, I like to think of a little bit of like driving. Like if you plug in like point A and point B on a GPS, like hopefully you're going to get to your goal. And if you get a little off track, it like recomputes. But mm-hmm. if you just kind of drive aimlessly, do you sometimes you get somewhere <laughs> good, but sometimes you end up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and really so good. like I think with goals, it helps us to be in more intentional in the direction that we're trying um, to move and being thoughtful about it. Instead of just saying, oh, I want to get to point B, you got to think through, okay, where am I at right now at point A and like how am I going to get there? That's yeah, so good. That's super good. I hear that a lot when people talk about vision, when it's like about an organization. Or I also think I love the language of vision for your personal life. Like I try to think eyes and I try to look at like where are you going? And people forget that when it comes to goals or when it comes to vision, you're always moving somewhere. Yeah. That you're never stagnant, not ever in life. Like physically, you're going somewhere, like with your body and how you treat your body. Like mentally, you're you're leading somewhere, whether you're stewarding that or not. Financially, you're going somewhere. Spiritually, you're going somewhere. So goals or vision put us on a trajectory to go places we want to go so that we don't just drift aimlessly and end up who knows where. Yeah. So that's so good. That's really good. Right. And like yesterday I was, I was with a friend and like we were talking about the question. I was like, where do you want to be in five years? Mm-hmm. And like I asked it to him first without thinking that he would ask me back and he, and he did. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I really took a second and I was like, you know, I haven't really been super intentional with figuring this out of like, okay, five years. Yes, there's a ton of unknowns, but that doesn't mean to not just not go for anything and kind of just, oh, it'll eventually be five mm-hmm. years down the road and whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of, okay, what, who, who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? What do I want to achieve? Where do I want to go in five years? And thinking through that so you can begin to build towards it. And so much yeah. of that, that's a good question because it builds backwards too. You know, like you said, if this is where I want to be at point B, like where, where are the check marks along the yeah. way? Like what roads do I got to pass through? What things do I need to do today, tomorrow, and in the next couple of years to get to that point? 
Right. And like yeah. what's a one year goal that mm-hmm. helps you move towards, towards that yeah. five year goal. But it's hard to, to start with the one year, I think, you know, because then we want the five year. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we got to walk, start with the big goal, and walk it back rather than try and do it progressively and walk it forward. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's beneficial when it comes to helping achieve goals? Like for you guys, mm-hmm. when it comes to, OK, this is my financial goal, spiritual, physical, mm-hmm. like this is my goal. What helps? Like so that it's not February and you're yeah. you're out the game. Excel spreadsheets. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was not just, expecting that. Something just to track. Like I, I love numbers, and so just oh, yeah. seeing it like laid out. Like when I um, I was a part of a team that we had like um, progress charts, and you could see like you had things that were in a green column, a yellow column, and a red column. And you like would track them, and when they got a little bit off track, like you marked them with the yellow. And so mm-hmm. like you can be really it helps me to visualize and see okay what's the progress but then with that making sure that there's someone that's making sure i'm following through and someone that else that's in on the goal Mm -hmm. that's good yeah i mean i was going to say accountability having other people that know you're pursuing it that aren't afraid to ask hey how's this going Mm -hmm. or can be more intense intensive yeah but one for me is i try to stay rooted back in like the why i started it Mm, yeah if i lose which is so common like middle of January I'm all of a sudden like why did I start memorizing scripture again (laughs) like these verses they're just not clicking for me I'm not getting it or like why did I set aside that chunk of money like why am I not watching that tv show like all of these things where you get in these months and you start to lose a little bit of the purpose behind it and then it's real hard yeah so trying to keep that passion fresh trying to keep rooted and established back in the reason you started it because there's probably a good reason, at least we yeah. hope. Mm-hmm. You know, some physical goals. It's like, really? <laughs> it, do you want to work out every day for your body's a temple? Or are you just <laughs> trying to get summer bod going? But yeah. then what's on the flip side of that? What's mm-hmm. detrimental? What hurts you when you feel like you're not achieving your goals? Like, why do you get there? I think isolation. Again, like we say, accountability to to help achieve the goals but also when you're trying to pursue something by yourself it's so easy to get in your own head Mm. over it of like i don't know like with goals like there's so many times like you potentially like um slip out a day or you don't make it to the gym or you you eat a piece of cake for dessert or something like that (laughs) and then you end up well throw this goal out the window i don't think i'm ever gonna make it um and so i think um like for me, like getting in the gym, I could never work out by myself because mm. I would be like, oh, I did 10 push-ups. That's more than I would have done if I hadn't come to the gym. So there you go. that's good enough for me. Hit but, the showers. But again, then when I'm in there with somebody else, like there's like the competition that drives me. So I think just when you don't set goals like based on your own personality and based mm. on who you are, then you can kind of run into like setting yourself up, almost setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't bring those things in to the picture. Yeah. Which is super detrimental because that's oftentimes what we do. You Mm -hmm. know, we make these goals that are too lofty. They're not realistic. We haven't invited anybody into the process of even setting them. And so from the very onset, we've set ourselves up for failure. And if that becomes a habitual pattern, of course, you're going to stop making goals. Mm -hmm. Or even when you start making goals again, like you're going to have this expectation that I never achieve my goals. And so we're beating ourselves before we even start the race. So that's good. Yeah, that's crazy. I think additionally, when you don't know or you don't have a solid why for you're doing it Mm -hmm. or that why is built on something that's not the best for you. Mm -hmm. So you see the Instagram model who's 
like thin and perfect or super jacked or whatever, and you say, I want to be that. And so then you say, I'm going to go to the gym every day. That might not be the most healthy why for why you want to work out or get fit or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And so identifying that why, having that as a solid foundation for a good reason, like can be huge or detrimental. For one of the things like right now as I'm living in it is that accountability piece. <laughs> so today I walk in, there's nobody here at the office. There's zero people. <laughs> I was here earlier and so nobody was here. And there is a bag of handmade mm-hmm. caramels sitting right next to where I need to move my magnet to show that I'm out in the office. <laughs> like Satan is, he is wise and he, he wants to <laughs> trap us. And so this bag of handmade, I love caramel. Like, you should just take some home and save them for the first. I did. Okay, good. <laughs> I put some in my backpack. But if I if my wife isn't also in this challenge with me, yeah. like 100%, I eat those caramels without a doubt. But yeah. I literally, at 8 a.m. this morning, went through this process thinking she would be so sad if I ate these caramels <laughs> and I had to tell, you know, like yeah. I would let her down. And so I didn't do it. Wow. Good job. Thank you. I needed that Snaps. affirmation because the caramels are still out there <laughs> and whoever put them there. We got, we got I remember talk. them being there last year, and when I saw them today, I was like, yes. They're so, <laughs> they're so good. good. <laughs> you do, you have, you, have you tried? Oh, yeah. Yeah. they're homemade. Homemade yeah, caramels. So they're mm, fantastic. Fantastic. So good. <laughs> yeah. So there's good sides and there's bad sides yeah. of goals because they can be either building us up or they can tear us down. Why do you think when it comes to, maybe it's our generation, maybe it's culture, I don't really know. Why do we have this emphasis that we know goals are important, but yet we don't set them or we don't or we struggle to to keep up with them? I mean, we're a good pocket group here that people who know goals are important, but we don't always make them or live them out. So what happens? They're hard. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I find myself like every year, sometimes like I get to December 31st and it's like, oh, what are my goals for this next year? And I try to like in 10 minutes sit down and write, oh, these are my goals for 2022 Hmm. or something like that. Instead of like taking more time to actually be more beneficial in like figuring out that why instead of just, oh, making a list without that why behind it, then it just falls flat. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Shana? Um, I think that we've never really been taught how to set goals very well, at least from my experience. I don't feel like anybody ever really emphasized it in a way that was teaching and helped me to learn how to do it well. Mm -hmm. And so we want things, but we don't know how to get there Mm -hmm. in the right ways. So do you think a podcast like this fills the gap or does it need to be something more personal? I hope it starts the conversation. That's good. Starts the conversation with yourself, hopefully starts the conversation with other people in your life that you trust. Um, I don't think we're going to exhaust the conversation today (laughs) in this time. What? You mean this 20 minute podcast (laughs) isn't going to fix all the issues? Bummer. No, <laughs> you've got to make it a little bit more personal. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, Nathan mentioned earlier, you got to know your own personality, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And some of that's the process of setting goals yeah. and striving for them. Part of me also wonders, like the combination of some of that is like, we don't know how, but we're also living life at like margin a lot of times and we're mm, tired yeah. and kind of worn out and we feel like we're really busy and there's all these other expectations and so for us to sit down and try and add to on top yeah, of that mountain good. of stuff that we're feeling and trying to process through, it can be really hard. And so I look at my life or we, I'm, I'm using I as a, a example, like we <laughs> look at our lives and we think, man, I don't know if I can add anything to that. Or if I do, I understand why it wouldn't work, Yeah, you know? And so we're tired and 
achieving goals hmm. takes energy. Yeah. Like anything that's really intentional is going to push you in a way that's not as easy as just opening your phone again mm-hmm. or just turning on Netflix. Like we just talked about the mental health issues not a couple weeks ago. But like to fight for your mental health is going to take a lot of energy. It's going to yeah. take a lot of work, a lot of hard work to fight for your physical health, your spiritual health. And so mm-hmm. I find sometimes we just slink back into rhythms because we don't have the, the gusto to do it. Yeah. And that also made me think too about our demographic that we're talking to today is likely you're probably a college student or a young adult just out of college. And all of our lives as children is pointing towards that college graduation mm-hmm. and the way our culture works of work really hard, learn everything you can, graduate from high school with a good GPA, good SAT, ACT scores, go to college, study really hard so you can get a good job. And none of that really, I think, sets us up for, okay, what comes after? Mm-hmm. So now you've graduated your, and I've experienced this, like you're in your job. It's like, okay, now what do I do? Like mm-hmm. you always had these set challenges, these set markers, you know, I got to get through this class so I can get through this year so I can get through this degree. And, but we weren't, that wasn't set for us. That wasn't taught to us. It was just given. And so I, like, I think as a young adult who's been out of college for a couple of years, I still struggle with, okay, like looking towards what's next mm-hmm. of like, and how do I get there? So I think it's part of, too, how our culture has worked. Yeah. Do you feel like our culture has a set trajectory for that group of people? Yeah. I think so. What do you think it is? Like, after, well, like, post-college. Oh, post-college. I was like, I just you know, said they're it. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was listening, I promise. But when they go through, like, each step, you know, it's oh, yeah. elementary school, middle mm-hmm. school, high school, college, then there's, like, drop-off. Yeah. Like, master's. Okay, yeah. you did that PhD. Yeah. Okay, you did, now what? Like, Or it's like, okay, now get married. Now have kids. Yeah. Now make more money so you can retire. But those are so lofty of end goals, and I'm doing air quotes that they don't set you up for like. There's a lot of years in between when you graduate college and when you would retire. Yeah, it's like how do you? Is your whole life in those thirty, forty years, whatever it is, not setting you up for retirement? And mm-hmm. then what? Or like how do you even like set goals for parenting or marriage or like you know that that's just not. Those are milestones that we said are, okay, these are end goals, again, air quotes, but... I think you hit it right on the head that it becomes, we fill in goals, the new trajectory, like instead of graduations, it's these American dream ideals where it's like, I got to get this job, then I'm going to have this family, then I'm going to buy this house, then I'm going to, you know, and this Mm -hmm. becomes our trajectory. Like we even see it like at the table, like I just bought a house, you two are looking to buy a house, like (laughs) we're part of like this little system, (laughs) you know, but... That looks so different for everybody mm-hmm. that a lot of times it falls severely short yeah. for what, what it should be, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's almost like we set a lot of goals around, like, material things or just, like, these big milestones. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it look like to, you know, get smaller, more intentional with our goals? Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, and, and, like, even, so for me, when I was buying a house, one of the things I really wrestled with was my purpose behind it. Like, was it because I wanted to achieve the American dream? Was it because I wanted this financial capital? Was it because I wanted to stop paying rent? Room for a dog? (laughs) That was not one of the reasons. That was, I almost didn't buy a house because I didn't want (laughs) to. But. (laughs) Take the fence down out of the yard. Can we, can I buy it and remove that fence? Can the, can the backyard please be smaller? Can we close up that doggy door? (laughs) Just kidding. Is there anything in the mortgage that talks about no pets? Like, no, but like I tried to, I had to wrestle through that. Because if that was all of my reasons, then it was just another financial purchase that was massive. And Mm -hmm. why am I going into debt for something that... But I got to this place where I really felt like God was helping us 
say this is a place you could do ministry. This is a place you could have a family. This is a place you could do these things that will help build my kingdom. And that's when my heart changed in the whole process that I wasn't looking for just a financial asset, but I was looking Mm -hmm. for a place where our family could do ministry together. And so even something like that, where it's like, okay, I want to be married, but do Mm -hmm. I want to be married so that it fills the the void I feel in my life? Or is it because I want a partner to do life with and ministry? Do I want a family? Do I want the picket fence? Do I want retirement? so that I can sit on my bum and <laughs> the beach in California? for the, yeah. Or do I want to re- retire so that I can give even more time to the people I love most in the church? You know, tweaking yeah. a little bit of what, they, of that. what they've given us. I got one final question That's for good. you. Well, maybe two. When it comes to Christianity, this Christian podcast we're doing, why would goals then be important too? You know, it seems like a worldly mm-hmm. thing. Like we're even chatting right now, houses, yeah. kids, marriage, that kind of stuff. But what does Christianity have to do with goal setting, New Year's resolutions, all that good mm-hmm. stuff? I think it gets a little hard and messy. <laughs> <laughs> because I, there's a real aspect that as Christians, we should be continually growing into the image of Christ. So the key word there being growing, being shaped, being formed, letting go of the negative of the bad within us mm-hmm. to be formed into the image of Christ. But often we take that so... Um, far that we get we overdo it that that then faith and salvation becomes about the works we do did we tithe every single paycheck did we go to church 72 72 52 <laughs> i don't know why i said 72 52 weeks out of the year <laughs> i'm travel. working on something else Time Time travel. Travel. <laughs> but but we get um too over the top with it and mm-hmm. so we have to, as Christians, find that balance. And I think even coming back to that why of that example you just gave of why do you want to buy a house, like you took a Christian approach mm. to why you wanted to buy a house rather mm. than a secular. Yeah. So I, I don't mean, know. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, I think even the idea of like setting goals to like try to be like my best self and like be as like be who God has made and designed me to be. I think um, my life versus Colossians 3.23 and it says, whatever you do, work it with all your heart mm-hmm. is working for the Lord, not for man. And so when you can kind of take even these um, goals that are like you kind of say are attached to American dream, like you can almost like even still take them. And if you shift like your, your perspective or your why again behind them, like we keep coming back to that. Like what's the why behind the goals? If, if that's really like to bring like God glory, like that's what we should be trying to Mm -hmm. do. And is we can do anything with our life to do more of that. Like we want to be intentional and push into that and lean into that. And one of the things I'd just add on top of that is to set goals, like Nathan talked about earlier, we have to have a process of reflection too. Yeah. Like we have to understand this is where we're at. And I find so many people miss that. Mm, like in our lives, there's no period. There's no stop. There's no gap. There's no slowing down to say, where am I? Like, where am I spiritually? Where am I physically? Like, where am I emotionally? Like all of these different things. And so when we stop and we have a conversation about goals or we come to the end of the year, I hope it's just as much about looking back and saying, okay, mm. where where have I been? Like, yeah, what what went good. well this year? What didn't go well? So that we can cast into the future mm-hmm. with that reflection behind us. Like, too often I just find, especially like people who come to college or are in that young adult phase, they've always just been Christian. You know, I was Christian because my parents were Christian. I was Christian because I went to church. Like, I was Christian because of this. But then they never took the time to reflect on it and say, mm-hmm. okay, who's Jesus to me? Yeah. And now, if Jesus is this person, what does that mean for me going forward? Yeah. How does my life good. change? What goals do I set because he's my Savior who died on the cross for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
all of that. So it like becomes a foundational like ideal of Christianity. Even the before we even write something on paper, the mm-hmm. process of setting goals is so healthy. Yeah, if we do it right. Right, because sure. I think even the process like setting goals, but not just setting goals, but walking through and pursuing your goals can even just help us like wire ourselves towards more holistic health of like we're just mm-hmm. constantly evaluating, looking back rather than, you know, saying, oh, December 31st, this is my goal. And then coming back to it the, the next year, like if you like have like a weekly time or a regular rhythm of, hey, I want to check in. Where am I at with my goals? I think it also serves as like a guardrail or a boundary to help you know when you're starting to get off track. Mm-hmm. And like, this is who I want to be like holistically. And when you feel yourself kind of slipping away from those goals that you set, it kind of kind of help you like, hey, I need to come back this direction, mm-hmm. back to who I'm trying to be. And so it kind of keeps you on track and on the trail. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and even back to that, I mean, that's the kind of the language of formations again, too, mm-hmm. where it's like it's about this process, not just share the end goal. So when I look at my 2021 goal of not eating sweets, like I didn't make this goal back in there because I wanted to lose weight. Like that's yeah. not, I didn't make it because I didn't want to eat chocolate pie for the year. That's <laughs> not like I love ice cream and all sweets. I made it because I recognized something in myself I wanted to change, and I thought this would be a way to help mentally sharpen and challenge myself over the year. So it was mm-hmm. more about each and every month pursuing the goal than it is now at the end of the year saying, oh, I made it. Yeah. You know, it, it very, like mm-hmm. I'm going to eat sweets on December 31st yeah. at 11.59.59, <laughs> you know, like, or I'll yeah. probably wait that extra second. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not just a checkbox. There's something well, greater than it. And even that. like... Just to go with your example, like you and Allie gave each other what like little breaks of like, oh yeah, you could, you know, Allie won donuts, so she got to eat a donut, yeah. you know? So it's like, it was less about the end goal and more about the process of being like challenging yourself to do hard things. Yeah. And so, there was like a couple times where we would have a moment where we got to celebrate with like ice cream, yeah. you know, where it wasn't legalistic. Yeah. I think that's a good word for it. Like there mm-hmm. was room and wiggle in that because we were both agreeing. Yeah. It, finally, it this is, this is my actual last question. Do you feel like there's anything from this that you would highlight as like, do this, have this be your Mm. takeaway or anything we didn't say that you'd be like, oh, I think we missed this. And I really want people to hear blank before they walk away and start making a list of goals. We said it very quickly. So I want to reiterate it. You are going somewhere Mm. and you can choose to be intentional about where you're going. I think my takeaway would be in the direction of don't just set goals because you feel like you're supposed to or because you have to um, but again remember your why um, and think through that of who you want to be first before the things you want to do mm-hmm. yeah I, I think one thing i would challenge people in is which relationship do you want to set goals within mm, that's good and both goals for the relationship but also goals personally so that that the relationship is strengthened like Again, we'll come back to the thing. But when my wife and I set a goal together, like it sharpened our relationship, like the way we process and communicate and and hold each other accountable. That all was helpful based on this. Mm -hmm. And so you can grow not only yourself, but your relationships through a process. So when you look, do you have a friend? Do you have a significant other? Do you have a family member? Do you have, I don't know, someone in your church that you're like, you know what? I feel like I could process some goals with this person and that's going to help me and it's going to help them and it's going to bless us in our relationship together. Yeah. So check that out. Yeah. That's good. There it is. All right. Goal setting. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have another one in 2021. So we might be catching you in 2022. We might. Have to wait and see. See you in the future. Peace out, people. All right. (laughs) Or the past. (laughs) 